you know, it's probably very ill-advised to uh, turn down my microphone. Why am I, what? What am I talking about? Turn down my microphone. Yeah, no, that's what I did. I tried to turn down my microphone and now I felt like a spastic because I ruined my own intro because all I was going to say is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Evening, Squire. Seen the rest of his pizza before actually continuing the damn thing. Welcome back. I've missed you. Have you missed me? Rhetorical. I know y'all niggas have missed me. This is the Evan Bekeba podcast, episode number 23, I believe. And um, it's been a long, 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 long time since I've been back in the hot seat, as it were. Um, so. Um, okay, let me explain myself, because um, that's kind of a thing that I do. The reason why I spent so much time away is um, I, um, I got a bit of good fortune. Some some money came in, and um, some money came in, and um, I decided to um, explore my sexuality a lot more. So I went to a lot of sex clubs um, more often. I went to sex clubs more often. And uh, I met some nice people there. Um, met some not so nice blokes there. But I might uh, leave that for another episode if I can find someone to share these sex positive, uh, sex positive stories with. But I'm not holding my breath. So anyway, um, I went into the sex clubs for a bit. I really enjoyed myself. Met some wonderful people. Um, met some potential playmates uh, for future, and um, <laughs> and then I got extremely depressed. I think it was um, it didn't help that like the money flow that I had coming in just completely just like feated out. So um, I mean, to be honest with you guys, I work my ass off um, for everything that I do. So for for the the money just to stop it, it was kind of a pain in the ass, and it was really downheartening for me um it just kind of sucked you know um to to because in my mind i was in a position where yeah this is where i want to be for a period of time and then it just fucking collapsed and it kind of left me feeling like shit again um this is not the reason why um i'm doing the podcast now it's 
simply because um, doing it on the uh, Max Wrestling Podcast. Oh, by the way, hi everyone who's um, started to listen via the Swerve Talk Network and the uh, VOC Nation. Thank you so much for uh, your support and uh, coming in and listening to me. Um, Riding solo. Well, the plan is I'm going to ride solo for about 10, 20 minutes or so. And then I'm going to get some guests in. I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk to y'all uh, niggas for a second. Um, so basically, um, the reason why I'm doing these podcasts is because um, there's been so many times whilst um, recording the podcast or um, or on breaks of um, the Max Wrestling podcast, it's like, you know what? This would have been this would have been a really really cool thing for us to talk about. And um, I started throwing some ideas out, and I can't. And then I kind of thought, well, there's really no point of having a new idea when I already have this this show. Uh, the reason why the show was retired is because, frankly, I ran out of material, and I think it was I made it public knowledge that I really wasn't happy um, with how the show was going. I it it, it kind of felt like I was doing the show just for the show's sake. Um, the, the thing about my work is, is that I can only do it for so long until I just feel like it's, it's not even self-gratitude, it's just a feeling of, um, I'm doing this because there's an audience rather than I'm doing this because of my audience. And it kind of felt like I was just like, I it was just like doing the show's just to keep you guys interested, and it, and if I look back, I can't even listen to the shows um, previously because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that um, it just wasn't true. It wasn't the type of work that I was known for doing, if you will, and that kind of sucked. Um, it was really, it's really difficult to listen to those previous uh, those previous episodes. Um, and I've burnt the inside of my fucking throat. And um, I'm trying out this little wine. And I'm not sure if it tastes like piss because it's um, marital. It's a red wine. What was that? Sorry, I thought I heard something. And I, I don't know if it was me or anything else. Um, I don't know if it's the fact that it's Merdlock. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. Um, or if it's the fact that I paid three pounds for it, but I think it was meant to be like like reduced by a couple of quid or so. Uh, so, but anyway, it's going to be a long night um, in terms of that kind of shit. Um, later on the show, we've um, um, hopefully got some guests coming in. Um, uh, I've got my uh, performing arts friend uh, Paul Holmes coming in, um, and hopefully we'll be talking about um, um, a lot of uh, a lot of general. Um, affair kind of things that's been happening um but uh hopefully try get someone else uh, as well as we speak um but i just wanted to talk to you guys because it's been so fucking long it's been give or take about six months four months uh since i last did the show um i apologize for that as i find a piece of cheese um in my mouth so i'm i'm just going to quickly Enjoy nibbling on that. And I can definitely hear some beeps or some shit. It's fucking crazy. So anyway. um, So yeah, no. Um, I did the sex uh, sex cups for a bit. And um, 
um, I met someone really nice that I um, that I really would like to sort of have some kind of um, play relationship with or play engagement with. Um, but the way that the way that they think about playing at the moment, it's more of it's it's a, it's a it's it, there's no exclusivity in it um, in a sense of like they they wish they enjoy playing with others and they enjoy uh, being used in a certain way. Whereas I am open to play with others, but my I'm ultimately looking for someone that can be in a relationship slash not be in a relationship with me. So it's kind of like this weird juxtaposition. Just, just, just I don't know if I pronounced it right, but that kind of thing where like, um, I want to be with you, but I don't want to fucking settle down, have kids and fucking a mortgage and that kind of stuff. You know, um, if someone's, you know, if we play with others, that's cool, but I kind of want to like, you know, uh, um, and I mean this figuratively, I mean this literally, um, at the end of the day, I want you to come home to me or I want to come over to you. And we talk about things and we discuss partners and we and we hang out and we Netflix and chill. And I can't believe I just said that fucking phrase on my own podcast. But, you know, because I, I've, I've made no fucking bones about it, but I am damaged goods in the emotional sense, um, in the sexual sense. And, and uh, I kind of just I kind of just want to be accepted for that right now whilst I try to settle things down okay let me see if this works say something you're not coming up Paul uh okay so basically I'm just going to be talking to myself for a minute whilst I try to figure out how to get no actually I'm going to have to pause it let's try this say something no, you're still not there. Hey, uh, like, ah, oh, we're back. The fucking arena shooters, we're back. And I was like, oh, my God. You know what? I'm fucking sick and tired um, of, of waiting. We've been trying to set this up for the past half an hour. And this is, I think what I might have to do is I might have to amp up your bits uh, in order to fix this for next week. Um, try get some fucking continuity. Uh, so we're just gonna go like this. Um, basically, this is the only setup I could get it working on. Uh, apologies if you can't hear Paul that well, but uh, um, uh, this is Paul Holmes, everyone. Hello. Yes. Well, it's picking you up, but I don't know how great it's picking you up. So I mean. I mean, I can I can do what I can do at this end, which is turn up my computer, uh, but that's pretty much it. Um. Well, it's I'm just trying to think. If you want to do that, then do it, mate. No, I've just done it anyway, so fuck it. Uh, All right. Uh, so for the audience, uh, what is it that you actually do, Paul? Uh, I'm a travel agent uh, for Thompson. Oh, you're not doing any, like, uh, performing art stuff anymore? No, no, totally gave that up about a year ago. Stopped working as an entertainer overseas and decided to come back home and get a 
normal job as my mum. So a proper job. Parents, parents just don't understand, man. I know, that's the reason why I moved out of home in the first place. Shit, I think that's the reason why the majority of us moved out of home from the first place. You know, mum and dad is cramping our styles. That's so going to be me in about fucking five years' time with Ruby, isn't it? I can see it fucking coming. Well, to be honest, to be honest, Devin, I do miss performing arts in a way, but in a, in a way I don't because I know that I've got, like, guaranteed income every month. <laughs> it's, it's, it's frankly, like, rule number 101 of, of performing artists, like, um, I saw something, uh, I think it was a written piece once, and um, one character says to the other, what do you do for a living? And uh, the other character says, I'm an actor. And the other, and the first character says, no, for money. <laughs> so, That's about right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm oh. just trying to make it, I was just saying, I was just saying to Paul off air, I'm trying to make it so like there's this nice little lean way in the sense of that, yeah, I can do performing arts. Yeah, I can do podcasts. But yeah, I can, you know, earn a bit of money for it. And uh, but the thing is, it's like it takes a long time to kind of get that kind of like thing going up. So it's the reason why I, I have merchandise and um, I sell a number of retail stuff. And I hate doing it, but you know, it, it's 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 it is what it is, really, isn't it? You you can't not fucking have a job, have so a career like performing arts without effect, doing that. Thing, so in a, yeah, in effect, you become, you become the thing you were rebelling against when we were younger. Oh, it's so sad, isn't it? So. I know. We grow up, our outlooks change on life. It's not, it's, not even a, it's not even a case of that. It's more of a case of that we're pushed into a way of living. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, people that want to push their views, because um, um, before this, the, uh, before um, the the old show, I used to have like an, uh, three things, well, a couple of issues that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first issue I want to talk um, uh, uh, that's kind of come up to my attention. Uh, by the way, we've got to talk about X Factor, but bite your tongue on that. Bite your tongue on that because. Um, there's been a pro-rape um, speaker uh, who's just recently done a um, um, a speaking in Manchester, and yeah. to be honest with you, I don't want to know. I don't want to mention his name, but do you know his name, Paul? I, I read a little bit about it, but it was just sort of a skim read rather than a, a like an in-depth read because mm. it just pissed me off if I like read the whole thing. Yeah, no doubt. You see, this is the thing. I've, I've been I've been familiar with this. Uh, this I use this term loosely. This artist's work for a couple of years now. Um, the reason why this podcast came together is, is to to build up again my my, my confidence and uh, my ability to talk to people. So the first time, um, so the first no, the reason why I started doing these podcasts no. When I first started doing these podcasts, I was I was doing a lot of reading and I was listening to a lot of podcasts. Uh, a couple of podcasts that I still listen to now. So hold tight, um, 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 Marty. Oh, I've forgotten your second name, but Marty from the Ask Women podcast, a great podcast. 
highly recommend you guys listen to that. Um, and also uh, the other podcast that I do, the Max Wrestling Podcast. Um, and also I was reading up on a lot of, um, um, I think they're called pickup artists, uh, going under the abbreviation of PUA. And uh, this guy, I believe, if this is the right, if this is the same guy that I'm thinking of, this is the same guy that started out as a, a PU, uh, as a PUA, and he's kind of progressively got worse, it seems. Right. He, he just sounds like he's a bit of a fucking moron, to be honest with you. Okay. Um. For the record, I mean, we, uh, me and Paul used to uh, work, uh, live together, and um, I think in our youth and in our ninjiness, <laughs> we used to do a lot of rape jokes. Now, I'm under the, uh, I think Paul will agree with me as well, is that comedy shouldn't have to be censored. Either it's yeah. funny to you or it's not. But that doesn't give you the right to to say to everyone, don't laugh at that because it's not funny. In any context, well, in certain contexts, rape can be funny in the same sense of that uh, race can be funny. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just for instance, like when you said about comedy shouldn't be censored, something that springs to mind. Have you heard of um, a comedian called Jim Jeffries? Yes, I have heard of him. I've not. I can't remember if I've seen any of his work or anything. It's like he—he's really sort of controversial in what he says, and one of the things that he's done recently is like I—I I think after the recent spate of high school shootings, basically he, he was on on stage and saying how fuck. He was on stage in America saying how fucked up the American Constitution is, mm. giving people the right to to have guns and things like that, yet not giving them the right to, to basically take cannabis. Because he's, like mm. he's like an open advocate of, of, drugs, yeah. of, of like drugs and like even hard drugs. He'll talk about doing hard oh, okay. drugs and things like that. But he says it, it, like the, the dynamic of America is so fucked up now that people don't really bat an eyelid if white people commit a crime with guns but if a black person or an Asian commits commits um, a crime with a, a gun then the whole nation goes absolutely mental over it basically mm. a witch like a witch one for his whole family that, that's not how it should be it should be one rule for one and one rule for all <laughs> I agree with that I mean to, to this is why I, I don't want to mention the character's name uh, sorry the, the, the artist's name um, in a sense of that um, I saw this on Reddit. I, I actually came across. I knew that he was coming in town uh, Sunday, Monday evening, and already um, um, Reddit was saying, "Right, how can we uh, how can we argue against this guy? How can we pick lock this guy? This whole idea of witch hunting." Now, my problem with that is is that okay, it's like this, right? If I see, if I'm out and about and if I see a woman arguing or if I see a woman crying or if I see a woman doing anything and I find her attractive or I find her alluring, I'm going to try and talk to her. Yeah. So my problem is, is that if you, if you give these kind of characters, if you kind of picket lock against these kind of characters, there may be other people that may, that might kind of come out and say, 
oh, you know what, let me listen to his stuff, let me read what he has to say, and of course there's um, free, uh, free choice and free will, whereas there'll be some people that will think, yeah, he, they're right, he's a dickhead, and, you know, ironically um, share the uh, post with their friends and tell everyone how much of an idiot he is, or even more dangerously, uh, dangerously um, um, say to people, you know what, there's some points that I agree with him on, or even worse than that, all the points that he says I agree with him on. I don't think people realise how much damage they're doing by giving these people names and faces. Yeah, it, well that's the thing, in a way he's done it himself by having this sort of stance on it, if, mm. if, if I'm being totally honest with you. Mm. He wants to go out into the public light and do that sort of thing. More fool him for being an idiot about it. But the punchline is, is that us as an audience are hearing it and they're sharing... Okay, they're not necessarily sharing his work, but they're sharing posts about him. So, like, um, even tonight I just saw him... Um, I think he's just got banned or he's just got assaulted or something I don't know if I can be able to oh I might be able to send you the link but as soon as I saw it I kind of sniggered to myself because people will probably be like ha 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 serves him, serves him right but on the, holy shit um, uh, by the way um, former pod, uh, guys who have been with the podcast since day one Carly Nico has just posted up a fucking really awesome picture um, which I'll fucking share with you, you guys shortly but um I forgot what I was saying. God, I hate it when that happens, when someone sexy comes along and um, distracts me because I'm so easily distracted. Yeah, he got assaulted or something. Uh, <clears throat> so, like, um, people uh, people are kind of like, ha-ha, sirs, he's right and all that shit. But on the flip side to that, I just think that kind of stuff is so dangerous. It is, but, as you said, there's a... There's a flip side to everything, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. And with that, his his own actions and his own his own views are bound to get a sort of person's back up and cause that sort of reaction. So in a way, isn't he doing the job that he set out to do? So I miss that. I'm still scrolling. Um, you mean in terms of pissing people off? Or, or generating interest. Generating interest. Yeah. Whether it be good or bad, good press, good or bad press, all press is the same. Hmm. I can't find this thing. But it does look like, well, it does sound like the sort of arsehole who do something like that. For his, for instance. I know it's not the same sort of thing, but like the Westboro Baptist Church, for instance. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. But they're just like a running joke now. They really are. It's like, it, it's like it's like the whole the whole of the Christian faith has sort of embraced this whole sort of homosexuality, and there's there's that one village idiot with a picket picket sign still still like sort of going. God hates fags, God hates fags, 
No, God hates jackasses with picket signs. That's what he hates. I, I generally believe that ultimately God just wants us to be happy. Uh, this is coming from a Christian background and a part of me that still um, believes that Jesus Christ is Lord and all that good stuff. However, I generally believe that God, Jesus, the Son, the Holy Spirit and all that good stuff, I think he just wants us to be happy and just to love each other as human beings rather than to kind of say what is right and what is wrong. I think he's okay with, with all of that, as providing that we acknowledge him and uh, we repent from time to time. It says in the Bible that Jesus died for all our sins so we can be forgiven um, in the afterlife. So it's fucking, to me, it's kind of fucking hilarious when people say you're going to burn for your sins, um, uh, for continue, continuing to sin. Um but um, if you uh, but if you've already accepted God, if you've already acknowledged Him that He's Lord, do you know what I mean? If if it was like to like an um, 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 atheist, or if it was to uh, uh, atheist, yeah, if it's like a, to an atheist or fucking you know another religion or something. Which, by the way, Christianity is the only religion that completely nil and voids other religions. Even like, like so, so, so our, our Muslim friends, they still believe. As Christians, we're going to heaven because Jesus Christ was um, Muhammad's um, disciple or fucking mate or some shit like that. We are the only ones that don't believe that we all can go to heaven if we just believe. <sighs> it just kind of does my head in that. And I can't find this thing. See, you, you have that sort of belief where I believe that we came from nothing, we go to nothing, so fuck it, you're losing nothing in between. Hmm. Arguments for and against, I suppose. Now, we need to talk about this other thing before I completely forget about it. Um, <laughs> uh, um, there are reports coming in uh, that the final season of the X Factory is upon us, either this year or the year after. I thought they totally pulled it completely and they weren't doing another series. I don't know, frankly, I don't care. I just heard that the end was near and I got so excited that me, I post, posted it. Me too. Uh, it's like we've waited for so long for something like, mm. for instance... Say you're you're a kid and you've waited ages for Christmas to come around, and now it's actually happening. Mm. And it's basically it's basically Half Life Three for um, non lovey lo non lovey performing artists. Basically, that's what this is. Yeah. It's the beginning of the end, if you will. Um, you know, there was there was hope when Big Brother died, and then it re emerged technically um, on Channel Five. But on the on the flip side to that, you know, we. I love how you said that with a hushed voice. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't watch broadcast te television. Even if I did, I wouldn't watch Channel Five. There's no legitimate reason why anybody in their right minds would watch Channel Five. I think I think it's a channel that needs a desperate rebooting. No, no, that's what I had to say. Channel Five needs rebooting. The sort of channel which like. Where old celebrities and shit ideas go to die. 
Mm. Like, I, I, I actually turn on Celebrity in uh, quotation marks, Big Brother for the first time a couple of days ago, and turned it off after about two seconds. I was like, what the fuck is this nonsense? It's like, we've got a person who's like 16 stone flouting around how she's tried every diet. Well, stop fucking eating then. How's that? <laughs> I would argue for that, um, obviously, because I'm I'm all for body positivity and BBWs, as in my mistress is a BBW. But I would say, like, if you're not happy with your weight, do something about it. You know, make some healthier choices. Do some goddamn squats. Go out jogging and shut the fuck up. Exactly. That's, to be honest with you, that's just my opinion on someone that comes across that I, I wouldn't get on with them. Obviously, if it was a playmate or something like that, I'd be a lot more nicer, and it would be I'd be mildly pushing that. But no, nah, fuck this bitch. I don't even know who you're talking about, but you know, fuck him. Hey, yeah, fucking truffle donkey from uh, the only way is shit. <coughs> the thing is, she's kind of cute. I think she's cute. I think she could be cute. But yeah, like, what what I see she... from her, from what I see of her on television, is just an that's a fucking turn off. She'd look nice if she didn't fucking open her mouth. Simple. <laughs> you know, because with I, I I regularly like sort of talk to people in my job and think, mm, do you know what? She's quite nice. Oh, she's opened her mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> it totally ruins the illusion. I think that's a problem with a lot of girls. Um, I, I do kind of feel that um, to, for me, dental care is such a paramount thing in terms of um, um, like turn-ons and turn-offs. Like if, if a woman has short guns, it kind of like now shortens her down. If a woman If a woman has bad teeth, Bad gums, bad breath, it, no. Um, it's, it's a turn-off for me. I think yeah. the problem with... Uh, is her name Gemma? Gemma Collins? Yeah. I think the problem with Gemma is is that she started out from this idiot kind of... Um, this idiot kind of, like, background. Like you said, she started out from The Only Way is Essex. But this idiot, this idiot program... It has breeded more idiot programs like it, and thus, like, consequently, is making people into fucking idiots. I do feel it's a horrible situation that we have. Because the thing is, is like, the reality television, and yes, I, I, I dread to say this, but it was a thing back in the day. The reality television that we, we used to watch, I'm talking about... Right, uh, CKY, Jackass, and I hate to say it, but it, looking back, those are reality shows. But the way that they were structured and, and like, you know, fought out, to me, they did more... They were aware of their audience. They were aware that their, their audience were impressionable. Most of the time, like, some of their public stuff, though, was, like... like I, I class it as invisible theatre skits, to be honest with you. It could it's be classed as guerrilla theatre, yeah. Like invisible theatre, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
and also there, there were warnings at the beginning of the show don't try this at home and frankly half of the stuff that they did on those kind of shows we wouldn't want to fucking do in our, mind, in our right minds anyway you try to emulate something once the, the most extreme we got was sort of smashing into a, a bus stop or throwing ourselves into ice cold lakes or maybe calling the old, the occasional grandma from across the road a cunt Evan yes <laughs> there was another thing that I did and actually and um, even now um I've just kind of remembered about it. Um, I actually staged because I'm 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 black and I and, and I'm and at the time I could I can I can imagine people being worried that I was Muslim, but um, I actually staged a fake um, terrorist attack in my college, <laughs> um, uh, and I got in, I almost got suspended because of it. I think it was me, um, a couple of colleagues of mine. And this fake gun that we had, and I was just like in the front, uh, in the front fucking thing, me job, just shoot my gun off, saying, I don't even remember what I was saying. It wasn't anything um, Muslim based. It was just like I'm going to attack this college or something stupid like that. And um, the principal kind of pulled me in. He absolutely fucking hated me. He did. Um, I've forgotten what his name was. But every time, every kind of piece of work that I ever did. He always would kind of like put me in, bring it, bring me into his office to piss and whine about it. And um, I think that's the thing about my work is that I've forgotten that kind of satisfying, that satisfying feeling of pissing someone off that just wouldn't understand your work in the first place or, or has a, a, a light palette, if you will. Um, but the thing is with the with the jackass things is that. Um, we were doing it in our own way and yeah. we were aware of the dangers. We were aware that none of this shit that they did on the show should be taken literally. Whereas, like, if you go on to shows like fucking The Only Way of Essex, Big Brother, stupidity is, 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 is required. It's essential. What's that? What's the, what are they saying? Job interviews. It's mandatory. Something but something else. Something but something else? Yeah. In a sense of like, if you've got this skill, cool, but it's not necessary. Oh, well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Experience experience isn't necessary, but preferred. Yeah. Stupidity isn't necessary, but preferred. <laughs> exactly. Um, I kind of worry that... Um, Coming back to the original point of that X Factory, um, I th when was the last time you watched it? Oh gosh, um, I only watched the car crash rounds now. To be honest with you. Lol. Is there any is there any bits of it that would be considered as car crash? What of uh, uh, X Factory? What? Yeah, possibly. Let's see, like. People go on there and think they can sing. Oh, so you're more of the audition kind of guy. Yeah. You kind of strike me as like um, I, I like to call these fans. Uh, I like to sorry. Um, you're the type of guy that likes the auditions. I like to call you cut. Uh, you, you kind of uh, fans the Cleveland Browns because you're very much aware of of the season. But once the season starts getting serious, you know where to be found. <laughs> so. 
That's cute. Uh, yeah. Uh, you what from a Raiders? Hey, we've got better the past. Uh, hey, it was even without Aston Villa, and um, I wanted to keep things going along because the next uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was um, the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if you if you uh, have anything else to say about um, the X Factory. Hell no. Um, okay, so in closing, um, I think a lot of us have kind of given up the ghosts with X Factory. Um, but there are, I know that I'm aware that there's a, a few fans that want to go down with the ship, and if you want to do that, that's cool. But you know, if you if you really want to look for proper talent, I have this cheat code for you. It's called uh, oh, what's it called again? Oh yeah, YouTube. It's called YouTube. And uh, if you want to like look for um, people covering songs and putting their heart and soul into what they do, I highly recommend um, checking out YouTube. In fact, I think what I'm going to do uh, for the end of the show, I'm going to queue up one of my favourite um, um, covers. Um, my favourite covers from um, an artist that I found on YouTube. I was looking for something else and I found her work and I, just, I was just... I don't even want to say the term blown away, but I was extremely impressed with her work and the way that she she did her own little thing. Because this song, I'm not going to tell you what song it is, but it's so easy to do this song comically. But there's nothing comical about the way that she does this song. And I really can't wait to, sh uh, to show you that at the end. Shoo! Super Bowl. No Raiders. No Cowboys. Uh, yeah, let's not get on to the Cowboys. It's been an awful season. <laughs> We've got Johnny Manziel coming. Woo! Yay, Johnny Manziel! <laughs> we love Johnny Manziel. What is it with Ca uh, Dallas Cowboys and fucked up quarterbacks? What is it with Dallas Cowboys and wanting to, to reform the problem children? Our season was going alright until Romo got injured. And then yeah. we started to bring in other sort of... Uh, um, Matt Carcel. ...do the business, but couldn't. But do you know what? Fuck it, it's like... Yeah. I, I, I was like watching some of the games like banging my head against the wall because we'd be leading until the fourth quarter. Mm. I think there's a frightening stat this season. It's like, out, out of the games that we've played, we've been leading in about 65% of them going into the final 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. I would argue, how, how, how many points would you be leading by on average? You That's my know. only thing, because if it's like, because if it's within a score, you're never ever safe in the fourth quarter. Do you know what I mean? If it's like two scores, if it's two scores, maybe three scores, surely. But having said that, it was pretty close with the uh, with the Seahawks um, um, in the divisionals. Yeah. But you know, if it's a score, then it, it's you'd argue it's pretty much still up for grabs. If anything, you know, the Cowboys should be closing those fourth quarters strongly rather than just, you know... Sorry, I, carry on, man. It's like, with, well, I'm just going to sort of generalise it as a, as a sport. At the moment, moment sports-wise, I seem to support teams who crave for failure. We've got the Cowboys. 
We've got <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I don't support the Cleveland Browns. No, I don't. I, sorry, as soon as you said uh, teams are doing badly. But having said that, they've been doing badly for the past 40 years. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so we've got the Cowboys, we've got Sheffield United. Let's not even get into them. Oh. Um, and then we've got, well, I'd say Dallas Stars. But Dallas Stars in the ice hockey are doing all right, but they've been through a bit of a rough patch. So I'm not too confident about it. Okay. But with, with, the, with that... American football. I, ha- I hope. I hope that the Cowboys make some decent signings in the off season. We definitely need it. Starting with Johnny Manziel. <laughs> he must be the most bipolar fucking quarterback in the history of the game since. He's ever really. He he's like the worst uh, worst hated person behind Dan Bilzerian or <laughs> Donald Trump. He's like the worst best player in football franchise history, possibly ever, because he still thinks he's playing the fucking college league. You know, he still, he still, because let's be honest with you, um, I'll be honest with you, some of the work that he's been put in, particularly early to mid-season, he hasn't been doing too badly. He started the season quite well, and then he got progressively downhill from here, from there. So... I would. Um, I was listening to um, um, uh, Garbage Time. Oh, by the way, hold tight. Um, all the all the girls and guys at uh, Garbage Time um, on FS1, I believe it is, at midnight um, on Wednesdays. Uh, free, a bit of free publicity for you. By the way, the, the lead females is fit. You're welcome, bitch. Um, they were saying the other day that if Manziel plays for anyone big, he's going to be that backup quarterback. And if I'm Johnny Manziel, I'd be thinking... I want to be the show, not the sideshow. No, but like, if you think about it in, in, in the sense of that, how spectacularly he's been fucking up, he'd be dodging a bullet being the side quarterback. Because I've said this, I've said this uh, as soon as he started fucking up, it's not Johnny Football anymore, it's Johnny Arena Football. I generally believe if he carries on... He's gonna end up playing in the fucking in the in the arena football like fucking To was doing. I genuinely believe that the the best case scenario for him is being a, a backup quarterback. And um, frankly, if I was the Cleveland Browns, I'd be very interested in um, um, RG three. Because right. I don't I don't think he'll stay at the 49ers. Oh no, definitely not. Mm-mm. I think they'll be. I think they're very ha- happy with um, Collins uh, cousins. On um, on to the sort of bit about the Super Bowl. Aye. I'm going with the Panthers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because I cannot stand the Manning brothers. Oh, uh, I think that I think a high majority of the fans watching as neutrals are going with the Panthers. If if you look. Uh, in the in the in the sort of div- divisional finals game, uh, how many su- successful plays that the pan uh, that the sorry that the Broncos did that came from runs mm. rather than passes? It's it's shocking. He's the quarterback. He should be picking those picking those passes, not expecting runs all the time. He's past his prime. He's done for. With all due respect to my boy. Um... Um, 
Woodson. Woodson picked him off twice at home for the first time ever in his 18-year career. To me, I don't know if that says how awesome um, Woodson was before he retired, or if it was if it's the case of this really is Mans- uh, Manson's fucking um, Manning's last rodeo. Yeah, it's definitely his last rodeo. He can hardly throw a pass anymore. Um, just a quick side, quick, quick side note for um, Manning. I, I, if I was drinking on Super Bowl Sunday, which I rarely do, um, I think I'd be having a shot every time um, Manning calls the play Oba, um, Omaha. <laughs> Can you imagine how wankered you would be? Which which one was that? Which which call was that, or what what spot was it? It was it was every time there was a two count, or every time there was a holy shit moment, we took a drink. Ah, oh. yes. We should have had a side one where every time Ugly Phil screamed. <laughs> by the way, hold tight, Ugly Phil, wherever you may be. Hey, by the way, how about this for ironic irony? I'm better looking than you, yet I'm going to sex clubs. I, it's a sex positive for the win. I thank you for that. Cheers, nigger. You ugly <laughs> bastard. Um, so yeah, we're all going. We're all going with Panthers. I think that's that's a given. Um, where do you stand on dabbing? It's a fucking stupid <laughs> celebration. It really is. I did some research into this. Apparently. Um, it's 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 meant to mimic, mimic um, the motion the notion that you do when you sneeze. What? Alright. I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. As in, like chew. Right. I, I I sort of get where you're coming from. With Is that. it meant to be like bless you or bless me or? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Why not call it something else, like, excusing? I don't know. Okay. I'm not down with the kids. I, that's the thing, with with the whole Super Bowl as well, I used to get excited for the halftime show. Ah, I don't give a flying fuck about this year's uh, fucking halftime show. Exactly. I just, I'll tell you the best halftime show that I've ever seen probably has to be the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. They absolutely killed it a few years back, and now we've got now we've got Chris. I'm as fucking morbid as a fucking wet tea towel, Martin and Beyonce who has already I, done a show. She already did a show. Let's be honest. The only reason why she's coming back is simply to 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 build uh, to bring some strength to um, to the show. Because let's be honest, I think a high majority of us saw is Coldplay. And all of us thought, oh my god, I think that's going to be oh, a sh- Never mind toilet, never mind tea, that's a take a shit time. Go to a toilet and have a massive dump. That can be your halftime show in itself. Eat as much fucking hot dogs and fucking um, buffalo chicken as you want. And then when it's halftime, pull down trowel and drop a Cleveland steamer. It'll be as entertaining as a fucking half-time show, if I'm being totally honest with you. Church. 
Um, okay, so there's that disappointment. My, by the way, uh, my favourite, my most memorable uh, halftime show was definitely The Who. The Who, to me, just like fucking... To be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not like a crazy um, Who fan. But they did that, and it was fucking amazing. The 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 art, uh, the um, the lighting, the fireworks, just the sheer sound of it, the likability. Yeah, that's the thing. Their their stage presence is something which hasn't diminished over time. Yeah. You can sort of look at like a, a Who show from the seventies, mm. and then if you look sort of the late nineties, early noughties, even now, they've still got like crazy sort of. Stage presence. Mm. They're still touring, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it's more so sort of sporadic, sporadic. Every once in a while. Rather than like all, all like doing huge world tours and stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's like what ACDC do. Well, yeah. what they're gonna do from from now? They're sort of getting back together and then doing like one final farewell tour. I think that, that's where they're heading next. To be honest with you. Mm. And I'd be okay with that. I would. Me too. They've, they've co- contributed a hell, hell of a lot to music. Mm. I they think all, I think also, this is the... Go on. They also contributed... Well, to me, personally, they contributed a really, really good song called The Seeker. Mm. And then my company... Uh, well, the, my company's sister company... I've started using that as their ad, advert and telephone hold music, which is really, really annoying when you've got the same three lines playing over and over again. Hmm. And you go from loving that song to absolutely despising that song. I think this is this is why I stopped listening to radio. Oh, did you see? I don't know if you saw this, but um, um, the, the Viz posted a... Um, a photo, and it said, if you want to emulate um, Radio 1, bring an iPod into work, only with seven songs on, and just repeat it all the way through your work day. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, holy shit, that, that is exactly the reason why I stopped listening to radio religiously in the daytime in the first place, because I remember in WorksUp, um, working at a sandwich factory, and listening to, I think it was Harlem FM or fucking, it doesn't matter, but... Franks FM. One of those fucking shitty radio stations ran about 6 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon, listening to literally the same songs twice an hour, every hour, on that uh, for every day of my shift. Not only did I, not only did that put the fear of God in me in terms of commercial radio, that made me never want to work for a sandwich factory ever again. <laughs> to me, it's just, I, I, there's some people are down with it and it's cool and it's like, that's cool, but that's just not me. It's the same thing like when I graduated in 2010 and I did fucking um, uh, driving, not driving because I can't drive, but like, um, you know, removal kind of like fucking furniture i don't i don't remember what it was but i was basically traveling because i remember i remember uh, calling you up once and saying oh i'm in your neck of the woods um you know if you fancy a quick fucking lunch or something so like um yeah i think it was from about five six in the morning to about seven o'clock in the evening listen to the same fucking seven songs twice an hour every hour 
and it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, but if you, if you do want to get the full, full, full sort of Radio One breakfast effect, all you have to do is play the same songs, seven songs over and over again, while having some flouncy shit nugget talk in between them. Mm. By flouncy shit nugget, I bet you know what I mean. <laughs> That's another thing as well. I don't know if this is this is me or if this is just general or if this is just how bad the radio industry is nowadays. But I absolutely cannot stand radio fucking DJs anymore. I can't. And oh, by the way, host like Terry Wogan, who obviously started his career um, on radio. But damn it, he had about what five decades worth of music to play on radio two, or was it radio four? I always get those two confused. It's Radio 2, isn't it? Yeah, it's Radio 2. So he had like five decades of music to play. So obviously his 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 um, his library of music is a lot more wider. And he loved what he did. Whereas these other fucking twat biscuits, or they, they, just, they just have the same kind of vocal tone and the same kind of professionalism in their voice all the time. Yeah, yeah. And another thing that they list, and they list, they, their research is so piss poor. Like, um, I was, list, I was with my sister. Oh, by the way, Hot Tight Nummy, who uh, again is a former um, podcast um, guest. Um, I was in a car. I was, listening, I was in a car, and um, this DJ came on, and I've forgotten what she said, but it was something along the lines of like, um. If you if you um, if you work out over um, and trying to burn off your Christmas burn, it makes no difference um, where uh, compared to someone who just drinks without a, a Saturday. Sorry, not Saturday. Uh, January. It was just some bollocks like that, and it's just like there's like some scientists in Australia is like, all right, let me stop you there. Their world is c- completely upside down, literally. So anything those niggas have to say, I don't care. And also, they're from Australia. They have they live completely different lives to how we live in the UK or how people live in the USA. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. I just, I think the only bit of radio which I actually listen to now is probably either XFM when I'm, I'm forced to when my bloody, what, when my Spotify doesn't work, mm. or uh, like I possibly listen to like radio IO from time to time, which is like an American online network, oh, okay. uh, rock network. That's interesting. That's interesting. That kind of brings me to my um, my last thing that I, I want to kind of talk to you about. Um, although, just for a side note, um, if I can't if I can't get radio to work or my podcast to work, and um, whilst I'm travelling around like wherever the fuck I'm going, I like listening to um, radio. It used to be rock um, rock FX. I know, but that's cool. Anyway. Our old friend um, John uh, John Cleves, um, yeah. yes, Mister um, Basil Towers himself. Um, faulty. Faulty. Yeah, I'm sorry. This wine is really starting to kick my ass now. <laughs> faulty. What the fuck is this? Pino. Oh, it's Pino. 
Um, 14%. And I've been drinking since, uh, well, since I started recording. Uh, bearing in mind that it was like, um, you were, you were, you were, you were away. And I just started like recording and shit. Um, which reminds me, I've not actually seen if I'm still recording and I am. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking, um, um, Basil Fawlty has come out and said, uh, let me see if I can bring up the article now for you. Um, he's basically said that, I think it's kind of, it's bringing us full circle back to what we were saying at the beginning of the show. Um, that political correctness is, is, is killing the comedy industry. I th- and, um, I think it's, it's, it's killing, um, uh, Ho Tight Dazzy Lee, um, who is the uh, the master of ceremonies for um, Max Wrestling Podcasts, who um, who um, who has posted um, a comment about the X Factory not being broadcast next year, and saying simply, "It's happening! It's happening!" <laughs> Respect to you, good sir. It's like it's like that. There's a lot of people excited about this. That sort of gif in that meme, you know, the one of the, uh, I think it's the American version of the Athletes where everyone's like, stay calm, stay calm, it's actually happening, it's actually <laughs> happening. Yes, this is, um, the, the idea of, uh, of it dying is getting a lot of love. I think um, it's interesting because last year um, when um, pe- uh, niggas were finding out that American Idol died, I was ecstatic, but it wasn't, in my networks it wasn't really well received. And I think the reason why that is is because nobody gave a shit over here about American Idol. I don't know. That was the only thing which was making Ryan Seacrest relevant. Ryan Seacrest is relevant? Since <laughs> when? Oh, yeah, 2002. Since 2002. Oh, you know what? A quick side note, since we're talking about um, political correctness. Four words for you, Paul. And I want the first thing that comes. Um, I, actually, I need to know if you've if, if you've seen this, right? Nuts for pudding. What? Nuts for pudding. Nuts for pudding. Yeah. That's three words. Yeah, but I was gonna say nuts for pudding memes. Nuts for pudding me me. Oh gosh, I don't know. There's so many me- meanings that you could possibly have. Like nuts for pudding, you could probably. Uh, I don't know, say, God. Okay, uh, let me see if I can send you this. But basically, um, um, for those who don't know about this, um, it's um, basically, it's a, uh, it's a dramatic, it's an amateur dramatic society that has um, Down syndrome actors um, being filmed and, and, and creating the pieces of work uh, and, and doing all that good stuff. Now, I, I want to make this perfectly clear. Um, I've gone on record and I've, I've watched Nuts for, for, for Pudding. And I've gone and said that um, I've, it actually makes me very reminiscent of the time that I worked with uh, disabled actors. Uh, so how type those guys um, at the Works at Regal, uh, the amateur um, disabled society um, uh, there. Uh, great bunch of guys, great bunch of actors. I had so much fun working with those actors and I think it's another reason why I had fun with with those actors is because 
it's not their fault, but it is how, uh, but they want to perform, but on the flip side to that, they kind of lose control of how to perform. So you get a lot of the actors doing stuff that wasn't in the script, but frankly, the stuff that they do off the script is fucking hilarious. And when I watch, there's a particular clip. In fact, let me pause. I'm going to, you know what, guys? I'm going to pause the recording so Paul can, uh, can see um, the link that I sent him. Oh, you know what? I've got a better idea. Let oh, me. It's the breakfast thing. Oh. You know what it is now? The breakfast, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that has me in stitches every time I watch it. <laughs> So you, so you kind of get what I'm saying with this in a sense of that I don't think these are memes to be mean. I think these are memes because the whole thing is well put together. I mean, I keep looking at that shot and um, there's the, the first guy, he's in shot and then it kind of pans to the left. I always get this mixed up. They're panning to the left meaning that we get to see it to the right, isn't it? Yeah. So... It pans to the right, but the way that it's done, it almost looks like it's fucking blue screen, because the uh, the devil character is almost in this great shot. You can still see the first character in shot, and then he hits the line, breakfast, and it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant, and I I, I think um, Hotai um, Dave the Butcher who who. I think it's easy to misinterpret these kind of things in this kind of day and age. Um, but I generally don't think, I hope, that the internet is, is laughing at this because they appreciate the artwork that's gone into it and also the, 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 the timing of everything because everything in that shot is just perfect. Don't get me wrong, put, um, Nuts for Pudding is a great piece in itself and I'd recommend all of you guys to check it out. But that one, that one piece, that one bit, breakfast, it's just fucking brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it's so well-timed. That's like the essence of comedy anyway, isn't it? It's getting your timing down to a T. And I think that's another thing as well. I think because they're disabled, people mistake these things for, be, for it being a disability. But every once in a while, there'll be... An actor like, I don't know, forgive me, I don't know the guy's name, but he'll do something and it's so perfect. It doesn't matter whether he's disabled or not. It wouldn't look out of place in a professional uh, piece, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know? The way that he does it is just, it's so entertaining, it's so fun to watch. Oh, by the way, there's you know there's, there's there's two other sequels to Nuts for Pudding as well. Really? Seriously. I must I must watch those. Um... You should. Bre breakfast.
first few bits were alright, but now it just sounds awful. I like. I actually like that. Actually, I can't. I. 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 I think I heard that the first time Tuesday Monday. I haven't stopped listening, and I've listened to it religiously about three, four times a day since. And it's now recording this on a Thursday. So it's literally like I've had my own Radio 1 moment. So anyway, going back to John Cleves. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, this is, I feel dirty for, for sourcing uh, the Daily Mail. Let, let me just get that out of the open right now. The, the Daily Hate, as I like to call it. The Daily, oh, the, the Daily Troll. Wait. Uh, Gemma Collins bursts into tears as she reveals she's broken up with her boyfriend. Trollolololo. This is another reason why I don't like reading uh, the Daily Mail because on the right hand side they have all this like clickbait of celebrities and I have no idea why I click on it. No idea. So anyway, uh, John Cleese has, has gone out and said that political correctness and fear of offending those could lead to a, 19, a 1984-style society. Uh, the Monty Python star has now been uh, has now been advised not to perform on university campuses as the idea of political correctness has expanded so far that any kind of um, criticism is now seen as cruel. I don't even know if I want to continue reading this statement. Oh, let, fuck it, because we need because um, I'm finishing the show on this, and I, to be honest with you, guys. And girls, Paul has been my friend, one of my best friends for about almost 20 years now. And he was the, uh, he was the type of person that I would make really gritty, really fucking controversial pieces of work with. Um, yeah. So I kind of get a feeling that whenever I face palm at stuff like this, he's doing exactly the same thing. So let's carry on with this. Veteran co uh, comic um, John Cleves is... Uh, said is uh, what veteran comic please said it is down to people who cannot control their emotions so seek control for um, con con uh, seek to control others and wor and worries that it could lead to society that is like the um, iconic disovier disov uh, oh, I hate this fucking word let's say novel the iconic novel by uh, novel um uh, um, um I can see the word, but I can't say it. Uh, Orwell. Yeah, there you go, Orwell. I don't know why I struggled with that. It happens from time to time. Yeah. Anyway, he says, um, he, th um, he says, if you think, if you start to think, oh, we shouldn't criticize or offend them, he the humor is gone. With humor goes a sense of proportion. And then, um, as far as I'm concerned, we're living in 1984. Church. Um. <laughs> totally, totally get what he's saying. Yeah, it, you know what? Is is I'm gonna skim read the rest of this because um, it goes on to say that Cleves, who made jokes about the Germans, the Spanish, um, in Faulty Towers, um, that could be uh, uh, could be considered as offensive today. But he said that all comedy is critical in the video for the Big Think. Yeah, the the world is full of stupid people who get offended on other people's behalf. Hold tight to um, my, um, the regular guys who listen to me on the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is why Tumblr and Chelsea Poe are... I, I don't... Okay, 
Okay, I don't know if you know who Chelsea Poe is, Paul, but basically she's this transgender porn star who, frankly, I'm I'm infatuated with. I find her enticing. I find her I find her alluring. I find her really sexually. She turns me on, but she is an absolute stupid cunt. She's probably the most dangerous woman on Tumblr, and any time. I think this is the this is um, the problem. I'm slurring my words, so I'm a bit drunk. Um, I think this is another one of those things, like um, like with Stacey Dash, um, Donald Trump, um, the guy that we were talking about earlier, and Chelsea Poe. These are the type of people we should not be giving a voice to because they come out with shit, basically. Um, exactly. But yeah, this is the reason. Um, if you listen to the Max Wrestling Podling, uh, Podling, Podling cast, podcast, this is the reason why I, ca- I cannot. I have this weird obsession with Chelsea Poe. Because half of me wants to stick my cock in her, and half of me wants to strangle her. So I, it's stuff like this that really, really grinds my gears, man. Yeah. Given. Idiots are soapbox is not a good idea, especially when said idiots have lots of money and give themselves soapboxes anyway. Well, this is the problem with giving people money. I'd argue this is the problem with giving people exposure. See, yeah. there's girls like, there's transgender girls like um, Natalie Mars, Hotai Natalie Mars, I fancy shit, are you, uh, Bailey J, and I think I can go on record in saying that we all fancy Bailey J. Am I right? Who? You don't know who Bailey J is? No. How, how familiar are you with 4chan? I'm quite familiar. Because um, she started out as, um, she started out on 4chan. Um, what's her name on 4chan? Something trap, uh, hold on, let me quickly find this out. Um, Bailey J 4chan. Line trap. Alright, so Bailey J. Okay, so whilst he's doing that, um, if you know anything about transgender women or she male porn, which frankly I don't like the, the term of anyway because it's it's kind of questioning your sexuality in itself. Um, but no, if you know anything about transgender women, Bailey, if you talk to any fan of uh, of, of transgender women just mention the, the, the words Bailey J and you have niggas falling over themselves she is by far probably one of the most over porn uh, transgender porn stars in the world right okay I get the idea you get the idea but you don't um, but you've never heard of her no I, I tried to sort of not try and involve myself with that type of porn Okay, that's fair play. That's fair play. Um, you know, um, transgender porn is not for everyone, or she male porn, or whatever you are, it's not for everyone. But um, I've gone on record in saying that I'm I'm sex positive in terms of body positivity and transgender women. I just wondered. I just I just want. I uh, just kind of. I don't know. The way I, the way I see it is like. At least I know what I'm getting with the sort of form which I watch. Okay. Okay, okay. No, I can see where you're going with this. Um, whereas, like, there is somewhat of a market 
um, where the trans women trap the guys, hence being known as traps. There's a market for that, but it's not to say that it's to be an end-all of that market. Um, recently, I found that there's erotica um, transgender porn as well, which is awesome, equally awesome. Anyway, I'm running away from the point. Um, you know, the reason why I mentioned Tumblr and Chelsea Poe is that, oh, actually, it's probably best if I show you Paul. Um, but, ba uh, but basically, um, I knew this bitch was trouble when she said that um, Rude Paul was um, um, was a civ queer abuser of the system or some shit like that. I generally believe Rude Paul doesn't give a flying fuck what women like Chelsea Poe has to say because no. The thing is with RuPaul is that I've, I've seen him and I've, I've, well, I don't know if he IDs as a he or she. That's kind of what he, that's kind of what they, what their thing is. Not to, not to fall into trans, uh, not to fall into gender slots, if you will. And that's cool. Because uh, I kind of used to fancy them when I was younger. But, um, anyway, that's, that's a fucking maze hole. Anyway, I'm trying to find this thing that I was, um, that, um, um, Chelsea Post said and he fucking pissed me off. Or have, have Facebook deleted it? It wouldn't surprise me if they did. Um, but this whole idea that um, Tumblr, uh, Tumblr feminist is such a thing now. And that, that they're so easily offended by fucking almost everything. And I think that's what John Cleves is saying is that we live in this, this, this nation of people... Who, yeah, okay, they have been bullied because of their sexuality or their gender or whatever that is. That is called ignorant people. That's not to say that the whole of the internet or anyone who's trying to get into your pants is going to treat you the same way or see you as a, um, as, a, as a fetish. There are some people who are, frankly lonely uh, or are attracted to those people and they just want to get to know those people which is why I'm, I mentioned uh, Natalie Mars because Natalie Mars I've been attracted to her since she didn't even know who she was literally so you know to me I, I always like I don't fancy uh, Natalie Mars but there are other guys that say oh it's a he and this kind of shit and it's like no because the idea is a woman um that reminds me, do you know how you were going on about RuPaul and like RuPaul's flag race and things like that? Yeah. Well, just as a sort of shameless plug, like when I was working over in Lanzarote, I had, I had the pleasure of watching, um, it's called Music Hall Tavern. Oh, okay. And it's basically a, a really high quality drag show. Oh, okay. And they're, and they're actually doing a UK tour uh, throughout February and March, so in, I'm I believe they're in Manchester on the 21st of Feb. Bear with me. What are they called? Uh, it's MHT, Music Hall Tavern. Bear with me. I'm just loading up the page whilst I look for this Chelsea Poe thing. Uh, MHT? What, sorry? Yeah, MHT. Uh, oh, M H. Yeah, the Music Hall Tavern. MHT, Musical. Got it. Alright, so um, I shall 
uh, just quickly uh, give a shout out to those guys. So, Music and Tavo, hold tight to you guys. Uh, they are touring. Okay, they're at Lancaster uh, Grand Theatre on the 5th of February, which is, fuck me, that's tomorrow of this recording. So, a lot of you probably have missed that. I can't, no way is that a, I think that's, is that an actual woman? Lucy Terrata. Yeah. Is that... They're not, they're is, not actual women, they're all men. No, 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 but I'm... Right, this this, this character, because she's an ex... It says she's an ex-factory finalist, finalist. And I can't pronounce her name. That's Did fine. that name ring a bell? Passed. I'll be able to tell you when I, when I load up the page, because I'm sort of looking at it on my phone. Yeah. You can confirm the dates if you like, mate. Lucy. Are you on the right page? Music Hall Tavern. Yeah. Because I haven't got Lucy Tarata on there. Wait, hold on. Because uh, I, I think some of those are only uh, like on in the Canaries. This is the link that I've got. Oh, fucking... It's, it's coming up as a security check. But can you... Lucy to share. Yeah. Let's have a look, so... Okay, so whilst you're having a look, I just want to quickly um, quote what Chelsea Poe had to say about RuPaul. Um, she said that um, idolising him is disrespectful when... Sorry, what? So let me quote this tweet actually. Um, RuPaul disrespectful when Civ queers call him an idol. Um, quietly confident. You know what? I have a high. Um, my sister, who doesn't understand the difference between transgender and transsexual, uh, nor do I, to be frankly honest. Um, but it's fucking idiots like her. But, oh, she just makes me so angry. She makes me so angry because there's women out there, like her, uh, out there, transgender women who, who, who are approachable to talk to. Right. And she's not approachable to talk to. She's a cunt. Oh, oh Lucy Sierra. Right. Okay. Is, um, she's she's uh, is she a Sith woman? Like born a woman. Don't know. See, I haven't seen her when I've been sort of. Uh, well, well, I watch the shows over in over in Lanzarote, but unless it's someone new, I, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure on that one. Yeah, because um, I don't want to like misgender anyone. Yeah. Uh, because Tumblr will be up my ass if I do. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it says live in the Canaries, so these guys have toured the Canaries. Yeah, well, that's the thing that, like, they've got a musical tavern in, in each of the uh, Canary Islands. Okay. So, like, there'll be some on, on one one night at one, some on one night at another at the same time, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. But, yeah, yeah. no, uh, it's like, uh, in closing, it's like, we call John Cleves a legend. And frankly, I don't think we're going to see anyone like John Cleves again 
if we have people on Tumblr getting shocked and offended at anything comical or, or, or said in the, in the incorrect way. Well, that's the thing. When I used to be a, an overseas entertainer, I once said a joke which was pretty harmless, but a lot of people didn't see it like that. Yeah. And basically, I, all I said was, like, they, well, we're like doing a, a daytime quiz, and the, the answer was um, Islamabad. And basically, I someone wanted a clue, so I said, right, I'll tell you a joke now. So what what would a shepherd say if his sheep were ill? Islamabad. <laughs> but someone actually called me a racist for that. Yeah. I was like, what the... Uh, it's, 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 it, it, you know what? That is a harmless joke. It's a wink and a nudge to the Muslim society, but it's not like it's not like the punchline was Allah Iqbal or anything like that. It's just the society that is petrified of upsetting anyone and everyone. Exactly. They're terrified by it. And comedy doesn't work like that. Comedy should work in a sense of that there's a side of comedy, comedy that we laugh at it because it's true, and there's a side of comedy that is harmless and it's just the pronunciation of words. Yeah. You know, it's it's how words are pronounced and it's how um, things are done. That doesn't necessarily mean to say that it's it's racist or it's sexist or it's or it's uh, genderist whatever if that's an actual fucking term it's a joke lighten the fuck up smoke some weed get some oral sex get any kind of sex in fact i haven't i know some some good fucking sex clubs y'all niggas can go to no actually not y'all niggas y'all bitches because like you know i want to be the only sausage among the fish in the club I'd appreciate that <laughs> I want everyone to fancy me yeah nothing changes there does it ever no <laughs> my ego is still fucking it still needs to be massaged 24 hours a day 7 days a week <laughs> alright well on that bombshell where can people find you Paul To be honest, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, which you've got to send, send me a a, uh, a, a request for, because I'm on private most of the time on that. So That's that, a valid point, actually. I, I should have asked you off air if you had any, if there's anything you wanted to pub. That's a better right, that's a better question, actually. Is there anything you want to publicise? Not particularly, and not unless people want to buy holidays from me, then contact me on Twitter or Facebook. You'll find me through Evans thing on, on Facebook. Anyways. I'm I'm you could I'm 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 indifferent in terms of um, how people find me on Facebook uh, for the for the previous reason just mentioned. So, um, are you okay to give out your Twitter? Because Twitter is is less private yeah, than Facebook. Mine's Paul Blades thirteen. That's Paul Blades thirteen. Is that all one word? Yeah, so Paul Blades 13, the number 13. Gotcha. All right. Um, anything else you want to um, um, publicise? Uh, nope, nothing that I can think of. All right. All right, well, we're going to write out the show, um, as mentioned, um, with the artist. I'm 
absolutely terrible with pronouncing names. Um, Kinder Gradis. Um, and she's um, she's covering a song and it's absolutely majestic. Paul, I don't know if you wanna um, if you wanna leave now or if you wanna leave after the song. Um, I'll leave now. <laughs> you leave now. All right, Paul. Well, Paul, it was nice. It was nice hanging out with you again, my nigga. Always yeah. a pleasure. Sure. All right. I'll see you soon, man. Yeah, and tell, tell your boys from MacPress, and I'm calling for them soon. All right, cool. Um, I'll, I'll certainly uh, pass the word on. Hey, you're going to be on. Uh, this uh, this should be on a Swift Talk Network, so I'm sure after this there'll be plenty of people wanting uh, want you on their shows. All right, cool. I right, dude. Keep it real, my nigga. Yeah, you too. Alright, man. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was Paul Holmes. Um, apologies for the sound quality. I was still trying to get used to the whole fucking shenanigans of the shit. Um, if you'd like to hire me as a performing artist, a podcaster, guest, or um, or work on any other project, um, drop me an email at evanmccaber at gmail.com. That is E-V-A-N-M-A-K-E-B-A at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. The Twitter account is... The Fox What What T H E F O X W O T W O T, um, or the wrestling um, the wrestling Twitter account, which is Push McCabe, uh, P U S H M A K E B A. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna leave you with this um, uh, with this song. It's beautifully done. See if you can guess what the song uh, song is before it actually drops. Um, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye. Through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long That even mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man in Missouri He be treated like a punk, you know it's unheard of You better watch how you talking, who you walking And even when your homies have your line of jock Well I really ain't a trip, but I got luck On the slope I see myself in the pistol smoke Fool, I'm the kind of deal that all the homies wanna be like on my knees in the nights and prayers in the street light Chasing dreams. I educate a fool with money on my mind. I got my tan in my head and a gleam in my eye. I'm a looked out gangster, tripping banger. Homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, that thing ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, live and die. What can I say? 23 now with my lips, see 24 the way things are going. I don't know. Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we've heard. Nobody's here to teach me, and I 
reach me I guess they can, I guess they won't, I guess they front My life is out of that pool Been spending most our lives Living in the gangster's paradise Been spending most our lives Living in the gangster's paradise Now why are we so blind?